Welcome to Holland, a podcast to share stories of unexpected blessings and struggles with being a mom to an extraordinary kid or kids. I'm your host, Abby Character. I always say everyone has a story. Four years ago, with the birth of my superhero, I began hearing the stories of other moms who were walking similar paths as us, and those stories have blessed me in so many ways. It's my hope that by sharing these stories that other moms can be uplifted, encouraged, and strengthened in their faith and this journey of special needs. moved we're moved we survived we are here (laughs) officially we closed on our own house this week and we're getting ready to ship off two people overseas for a mission trip and the rest of us are trying to settle into a routine in our transitional house i don't know what else to call it what would you call it our temporary house our vacation home. Our vacation house. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it. The kids are actually in the pool right now with a lifeguard watching them. That would be their sister. And we're just kind of chilling. But she's official. So she's it's She's official good. lifeguard and we're, we're not leaving them unsupervised. So we're trying to get this squeezed in real quick before the chaos ensues. I guess. Before the editor leaves the country. Yes. So we're going to do two petals and a thorn. Okay. Are you ready? Not really, but let's do it. This will give us an update on every on our whole life. Yeah. <laughs> the past month. It was a long month. All right, go ahead. Okay. I get to go first? Yes. Okay. Of course. My, my two petals are that we are moved and the house closed. And as far as we know, our buyers are super happy with it. And um, happy enough that they're not complaining. She to listed us. me as an emergency contact oh, well, that's... for one of her kids for school, and I'm like, okay, so she's still talking to me. That means that yeah. they might like it. <laughs> we, we were really... really, really worried and hoping that they would just really love it as much as we did, and that all the work that we put into it was something they liked. Yes. Up to their standards, and now it's at the point where they can change it if they don't like it, and that's okay with us. We want them to make that this their special, beautiful home. Exactly. So we're excited that they have a new home. We're excited to not be in a home, and we are at home. Well, we it's have a home. House. We said what we said is we're houseless. We're not homeless because we have a home that we're living in, and wherever our family is is home. That's what my mom always told me. So we are we have a home, but we are are houseless now, which is kind of interesting and in navigating all that with all the other stuff. Going all right, on. so what's your thorn? That was what? my. Pe- I'm not finishing that pedal. Oh, more, more. and the rest of the pedal is that um, while well, we haven't made an official announcement, we are building. But that's our official announcement. We're building because we're crazy. But I have a house plan that I love that goes along with that that pedal. I'm so excited that finally this week it all came together and it's exactly how I think that it's just going to work really well for our family. Don't you think? I'm excited. Now I just want to see it like physically happen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's going to be a while. I know. Anyways, that was one of my pedals. My other pedal is that... um, That was a big pedal. 
I know. Can I can I do like the other one about Emmy? The Emmy yes, pedal yes, about yes, yes, Emmy. Did, okay, Emmy. Uh, this is a pedal and a thorn. So Emmy qualifies. We found found out last week that Emmy qualifies for a Make a Wish. So she's going to get to actually after five years of people telling her what to do, get to tell us what she would like to do, and um, what she's coming up with some pretty interesting stuff. So that's a pedal because it's really neat that she's going to get to plan this experience or this whatever or this gift or um, she's not going to want to meet anybody, but she something she's going to get to plan something. And it's going to be something special for our whole family just to really enjoy doing. I think that's really fun. But it's also a thorn because she qualifies for Make-A-Wish. And if you qualify for Make-A-Wish, it means that you're dealing with some pretty serious stuff. And that's tough. I think that's been hard for me. Seeing the joy on her face as she starts talking about things that she would like to do is fun. But the knowing that... It, you know, it's always in the back of your mind, right? You know, like, yeah. we're, I think we push it out of the way because she's such a normal little five-year-old to us because she's our kid. I push it out of my mind a lot of times, but it's always there hanging in the back. Like, what if this happens? What if she wakes up and uh, she's had a TIA or a stroke or something? What if, you know, is this going to be the day? And to have someone outside like her her neurologist told us that she would he thought she would qualify he you know he said she would qualify and then when we get the official word that's just kind of confirmation that yeah we're not it's still in the back of her head you know so that's a thorn no that's not a happy thorn yeah now you start with a thorn so that we can have happiness after that <laughs> uh, I think my only thorn has been just the insanity of the busyness. Just in every direction I look, um, there's a mountain of work ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the pedal side of that is that some of that is behind. We got the anniversary thing behind. We got Mark's parents kind of, yesterday celebrated their fiftieth anniversary. Fifty years, isn't that amazing? They were married, and they sent people off into the moon the next day after their wedding. They didn't really, but I mean, it's just kind of funny. It all goes along together, <laughs> but yeah. anyway, so that was, that was a big push, right? But go ahead. I'm sorry. Let me interrupt. And then, you know, getting our trip is here. Now it'd be behind us. Now we know that the big thing behind us, there's plenty of big things ahead, but, just feels like there was this giant bow wave of stuff coming and it's finally we're finally cresting the wave it feels like yeah i remember like in april i said this summer's gonna be really nice because we're not doing swim swim team and yeah we might be moving this was before we listed our house i mean had our house under contract yeah we might be might be getting ready to move but we probably won't move or anything <laughs> It's going to be so calm. We're just going to go to the pool. And no, it was not, not so like much. that at all. Not so much. But it's moving. We're moving. Like you said, we're on the other side of the wave. Yeah. I, I, I can only think the other pedal would just be the same stuff as yours. You know, the house is sold and there's, there's uh, the people like it. And, yeah. 
We're living on this amazing property. Yeah. It's really nice out here. It's it's so peaceful. We see wild animals almost daily. And a big giant scavenger flew off. Bird. When I um, was cutting grass. He's up in the driveway, isn't he? There's one that every uh, time I fly, I go in the driveway. There's yeah, he's down somewhere else right today. Trying yeah. to get a snack on the ground. We heard an owl screech the other night coming in, like scream. It was so cool. A little eerie, but it was really neat, <laughs> too. We've watched bats fly and the owl. There's a couple owls that live over here that fly around. We've watched a deer get chased to death by a dog. <laughs> That's another story for a podcast. I mean, for a blog. Anyways, and we've met snakes. Lots of adventures. Lots of adventures. So we're excited to be back. Um, We have two episodes that will be released in the next few weeks. And I've got a couple more people I'm getting ready to interview. And then we're going to get started with school. And I'm not going to have time for a little while on top of building. But we are really excited um, to kind of get this podcast out here. This is um, my first ever remote podcast that I've done and I'm, ex- I'm I'm thrilled because it's someone that I don't know I mean I met her on Facebook <laughs> and we got to meet when we talked but I know her husband so Nicole Prince was is my guest today and her husband is Brad he is a high school was one of my high school classmates and we're not gonna talk about how long ago that was because it wasn't that long but it's like enough that our face app thing that if you do the face app, everybody's done that right. We haven't ate. It doesn't age us that far along. It's, it's, that's how <laughs> far along we are <laughs> out of high school. But anyways, but um, so when Nicole and Brad had their fourth child, we kind of connected on Facebook because um, their daughter is really close in age to Emmy. They're actually like, I think months apart. They may be a little, Hallie may be a little bit older, but anyways, they are, they're really close in age and, um, with everything that they were going through and then, and me too, we kind of have connected and stayed in touch. Um, that's why I like Facebook is because you can keep in touch with people. So y'all enjoy this time with Nicole and I talking and sharing, um, a little bit about what life is like, uh, with our little superheroes. All right. Thanks. All right, so let's get started with the icebreaker question. Okay. Have you ever been told that you look like someone famous, and who was it? Okay, well, um, Brad tells me I look like Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't really see it because she's so skinny. Like, she's really skinny. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, Some people have mentioned, I think it's Julia Stiles. Yeah. Um, And then... There was one other girl, but I didn't know who she was, so I can't remember her name. <laughs> Maybe Tatum something, like Tatum O'Neill or something like that. Is right. that a, yeah. I don't I don't know. Um, okay. But yeah, a few times. I feel like I have kind of a plain face, so I can look like lots of different people. <laughs> okay. Well, I I think you're um, you're beautiful. So oh, you just, thank you. <laughs> Um, what would the title of your autobiography be? Um, so I asked my kids this question, um, cause <laughs> I was like, I don't know, embracing the chaos maybe, or trying to, 
I don't always embrace it, but I try to. Um, <laughs> one of my kids said, uh, he said, I didn't always look like this. Should be the name of the book. I was like, okay, thank you. Is that I think. a good one? Um, yeah. Um, well, I guess because I've, you know, since I've gotten into training and stuff like that, um, I guess I look, apparently I look more different than I thought. Um, I don't know. Um, and then oh. Hannah, I think Hannah, the oldest one, she said, um, I live with hooligans was her title. So I like that. Mm -hmm. Since all your kids have H names, that would be perfect. Yes. Yeah, it would. Yes. <laughs> Except I guess it would be Halligans, maybe. I don't right. Know. <laughs> what is one dessert you could eat all day? Um, either apple pie or key lime pie. Oh, key lime pie. Probably. Yeah. One of my kids, my, um, one of my 11 year olds, he's like, he and I both are like addicted to key lime pie ice cream from Brewster's. Oh, yep. Mm -hmm. That is just like the best. <laughs> we used to, we used to have a Brewster's here in Carrollton, but they took it out. Oh no. So I don't, yeah, I was bummed. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So traveler or homebody? Uh, so it depends on if I have to take the kids or not, I guess. <laughs> um, I like to travel and um, I like to travel with them. It's just, you know, it's more stressful. Um, but but I think typically I would I would like to travel more than I like to stay at home. Yeah. Um, All right. Book reader or Netflix binger? I'd like to think book reader. Um, yeah. But. I don't know. I could, I don't, yeah, I'm going to have to go with book reader. Yeah. Um, I just can't sit and watch a whole series of shows. Um, I don't yeah. know. I feel like I'm wasting time, <laughs> but if you're reading a book, you know, it's like, I don't know. You're growing. Yes. What's the last book you read? Um, uh, girl, wash your face was, ah. well, I actually read it for the second time. Um, mm -hmm. Cause I'm trying to start a business and I struggle with confidence and, you know, thinking that I know enough, you know, imposter syndrome, mm -hmm. everybody was like, Oh, you should read this book. You should read this book. So, um, so I read it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Cat person or dog person? Uh, dog. Yeah. Do you guys have dogs? We have two dogs. Oh, cool. Yeah. I don't mind cats, but just, Dogs are a little more playful. Right. I guess. So. A little more interested in humans. That's yes. At least that's how our dogs are. Right. Right. Our cats are like, well, we're glad you're here as long as you feed us. Right. So. Yeah. But that's let me just like... lay here. Right. <laughs> Mountains yeah. or beach? Mm. Um, the beach. Yeah. Yep. Morning I, I person. There. Yeah. <laughs> Morning person or night owl? Um, this one's tough because... I need a little while in the morning, you know, like after coffee and stuff. Um, and, but I can stay up, you know, so I couldn't really pick because <laughs> like, yeah. um, if I'm tired, you know, I'm not, I'm, I need to go to bed. So I would say morning, probably more than night, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I used to be like a morning person and then I had kids and married Mark, who's a night owl. So now I'm a night owl. But I still have mm -hmm. to be a morning person because I have kids. Right. So, mm -hmm. um, and Mark thinks it's hilarious that now, like, we've been married almost 19 years. 
but I never drank coffee until just the past couple of years. And I said, well, yeah. that was the sense maybe. That's his right. fault. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got to have something. Yes. I must keep up with that child. So, and he is one yeah. I keep up with. All right. So mm-hmm. tell us, um, Hallie's your baby. And mm-hmm. um, so go ahead and just share your story. Tell it, tell a little bit about um, Hallie's story and um, all that. Uh, well, I don't know where you want me to start exactly. Um, so we were, you know, um, we wanted to have four kids, you know, so we, um, you know, we've, you know, I finally decided, you know, I was like, let's go ahead and have, you know, one more and, um, you know, where you get in the high risk range, I was like, kind of right there. Um, and anyway, you know, everything was, was normal. And then you go to find out, we went to find out, you know, if it was a boy or a girl. And um, and Brad could see it right away. Hmm. Oh, hold on a second. Wait, wait, what? Really weird. Hold on, we're getting interference. Oh. I don't know what that was. Oh. Yeah, I'm here. You know what? You know what happened, Brad turned on the van next to me and my phone connects to the van. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they were, I, they were hearing me talk in there. Okay. Yeah, Sorry. Like, That's okay. Okay. We'll start over. Sure. So, um, okay. um, all right, let's start. It. You went in for your, um, ultrasound to find out if you were having a boy or a girl. Right. And, um, okay. Brad could see the, the fluid in her brain immediately. I didn't, I wasn't looking there. Um, mm-hmm. I was, you know, looking for, a boy or a girl um yeah and anyway and then you know you you kind of see the you know the text face the ultrasound text face and you know and all my kids were there um Mm. this was the hardest part that's I guess that's why I'm telling it um but she says well you're having a girl you know and it's exciting and then she says but and then you know she says do you want your kids to be in here and I'm like you know what you know I don't so anyway they went out and so she tells us that she has fluid in her right ventricle which is up here on the top of the brain Mm -hmm. um and um it was pretty significant at that point because because this was at 20 weeks you know so she was still really tiny um so then you know I'm gonna refer you to a specialist so you go to a you know we went to the specialist and they say you know she has hydrocephalus which is fluid on the brain um, mm-hmm. or water, water in the brain. Right. Um, and she, you know, her head's going to get really big. It's going to continue to fill up with fluid. Um, and anyway, this is what they told us. And also her right eye, there's something going on with her right eye, but we don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, so then as the, you know, they wanted to do an amnio and I was like, no, it's, it's not really gonna, you know, if you can't help, if it's not going to help anything and it could have the potential to hurt her, I don't, I don't want it. Um, so, um, he didn't really understand that the doctor, um, but I don't know why, (laughs) like I don't need it. I don't anyway. Um, so then, so he told us that, um, and he told us about her eye and then, you know, it just kind of went along and then they get confused, you know, cause her head, 
the fluid is not is not getting bigger it's staying the same but she's growing um so anyway it ended up being a little you know that's kind of where we learned that you know or not learned but i don't know how to say this um helped us grasp that like god god is in control that they they only know so much you know um yeah but he knew you know the whole time like it ended up being the opposite of what they thought like they thought she was going to have a large head she ended up having microcephaly which was the opposite um she was and she the whole time she was you know we were going to have to have a c-section because she was breech she won't they told us she won't turn because she's got fluid in her brain um anyway the last week she turned and i delivered her naturally you know um, it was just so many things that they told us that they were just so sure of you know and i was like you know we just always you know focused on well okay you know we'll do what we need to do and anyway it ended up being different than what they thought um so she was born her she did have you know we go to a like we were at uab um Uh and um scariest did you deliver there or Mm -mm. y'all are in we're in augusta Okay. okay um and uh so there's, you know, they take her from me and there's like doctors everywhere because it's a teaching hospital. Um, oh, yeah. I know and, about hospitals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, if I could go back, which I didn't know and they didn't know, I would just been at a regular, but it's fine. Anyway, um, so she's delivered and she has microcephaly, um, her eye, you know, we learned that we didn't know she was going to be blind in her right eye. Um, that was a shock. Um we had we were thankful God gave us really good doctors with really good bedside manner. I mean, you know, a lot of times the really smart ones um, are not the yeah. best at telling you. Um, so, um, but but they all were. And he said, "Look, I have you know I have friends that have graduated you know from Brown that are and they're you know they don't have vision in either eye you know and he was just good about encouraging us and it's like eyesight is it's easy to overcome and she'll she'll learn um and I don't know we never really I never really worried about it I had a piece about it somehow I mean I I didn't know if she would see because her her left eye had a haze over the front of it Mm -hmm. um it's called Peter's anomaly um that's um the diagnosis they gave us for her eyes um and but you know obviously she's able to see out of that eye and um we had no idea you could make a prosthetic eye um yeah now you know she's she has microcephaly um it's just something she has like other kids have to wear glasses or you know other kids have to um i don't know whatever but um it's just something that she she do, she can't see out of her right eye, but she doesn't know any different. Um, yeah. And then at um, at a year old, she was diagnosed with the hip dysplasia, um, mm-hmm. and when she had to wear the cast, um, the full body cast. And you, as you know, I mean that was tough. Um, we didn't have to go near as long as y'all did, um, or still are. I don't. Um, no, I mean to wearing that. Yeah. 
<clears throat> she's just in a, a Rego brace for scoliosis now. Okay. So she was in the halo for eight months. Right, right. Oh. Um, yeah, ours was only three months. She was in the full body cast. But, you know, yeah. that's, that's sad. I mean, to, you can't hold your baby like they're, right. I mean, without a wall in between you almost. Um, right. And how do you put them in the car? And how do you take them somewhere? Mm-hmm. And how do you, yeah. yeah. And you have yeah. to have special car seat. And they're, like, strapped, like, you know, up in the top of the seat. You know, yeah. it's just, it was really, um, but, you know, you you figure it out. You don't, um, I just, I was sad for her, but, and people say, you know, you're, you must be special parents. And I'm like, no, you know, uh, you would do the same thing if it was yeah. your kid, you know, you, anybody would. It just, and we figured it out, you know, that's right. what any parent does with special needs they just they figure it out um right and anyway so and then she kind of got over that and now she's I mean she's able to do things for herself and she's thriving and she's a little delayed but she doesn't care I mean I mean I do you know um right but but I mean she's doing really well um yeah but that's I guess that's kind of her story um you know it's kind of been uneventful um, I, I guess, you know, kind of, right. um, she does have, now she has kind of a growth that's happening on her eye that we're having to see a cornea specialist about. Um, but she's okay. learned to, to, um, almost enjoy going to the doctor, you know, she, yeah. she tells them, you know, I want to, I want to take my heart rate. I want to do my blood pressure. I want to, <laughs> because, yes. you know, that can make you sad that they know how to do all that stuff. But I'm, and I'm like, well, I don't know. I know. It's slightly heartbreaking, but at the same time, you're yeah. like, wow, they're taking charge of their care. And that's something even Mark and I have talked about, too. We want yeah. to make sure that our kids are, ta- that especially Emmy, is able to take charge of her care right. and understand what's going on. So that's pretty yeah. cool. She does yeah. That. So. And, and, and she's pretty brave. I mean, she, you know, independent. I can do it yeah. by myself. I don't mm-hmm. want your help. Um, and kids, so we had, we, sometimes we have to leave her eye out and it, it looks different. I mean, it just is yeah. what it is. It's, and you know, and kids will say, you know, that looks creepy, you know, and Hallie's like, Oh, you know, like sh- she doesn't know creepy is bad. She just, yeah. she's like, okay, yeah. mommy, he said it was creepy. And I'm, and I'm like, well, that's, you know, I say that's not nice. And she was like, well, why not? <laughs> like, well, <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, you know. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I didn't mean that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, and I'm gonna back up just a little bit because okay. I, I wanted to share um, too with everyone listening. So Nicole and I didn't really know each other um, mm-hmm. until after Hallie was born, until after Emmy was born. I think it was when um, mm-hmm. Brad had posted a lot about what Hallie had, was going through, and then I think maybe we connected somehow. I don't remember, uh-huh. but then I, he was, I think, oh, I remember I talked to him and he told me to follow you so I could keep up with Hallie. Yeah. And that's what it was. <laughs> He's like, I don't post anything about her. I'm like, well, you need to, cause she's adorable. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> she is, she's beautiful. So, but, um, Brad and I went to high school together and, uh-huh. um, and that's just kind of how we got to know you, Nicole. And uh-huh. one of the really cool things, cause I may go a little bit off of the questions that I usually ask is okay. that you're the first person I've talked to that actually it's like us and has older kids and then has your, your kid with special needs. And so okay. I want to hear like if our family's just weird and I interviewed my kids too, they'll be mm-hmm. like, in, I think it's episode six. Um, they're okay. on while well, I interviewed some of them. 
Uh, I'm not sure. It was like a big giant stream of consciousness and they were acting goofy the whole time. So I don't yeah. know. <laughs> we'll see. So I want to, I, I would like, and so we'll probably touch a little bit on what it's been like for your kids. I guess we could kind of mm-hmm. talk about that now. Do you mind me asking you? Oh, no, that's how, how has it been for your kids? Because you, you're, you have older kids kind of like us and kind of oh, spread wow. out. So how has it been for them with um, everything that Holly's gone through? What, what's that been like for y'all? Um, they never acted like she was different at all. You know, it was never, um, um, uh, you know, a big deal to them, of course. Um, Mm -hmm. she was just their little sister. Um, yeah, they, uh, Hannah, our oldest, um, in the beginning, she, I don't want to say, I don't want this to sound bad. She wasn't bitter. She was just all the attention was on Hallie, you know, um, mm-hmm. and she would just come to me and she would, you know, she would say, mama, are you going to be able to spend, you know, any time with me or, um, yeah. and, and, and it was, you know, at first I wanted to get angry with her because, you know, like she, Hallie can't help it. You're just being selfish. And then finally I came to realize I was like, she, she needs me just as much as Hallie does, you know? Right. And, and she's just, and that's what she's trying to tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, the the boys um Harrison just took care of her like he didn't um he would come get her you know walk her to sleep give her a bottle you know whatever he didn't um he's kind of a loner anyway so he he doesn't need as much attention um (laughs) I guess and then Hayden was always Hayden is fights with her if that makes mm-hmm. they're both because they're both really babies, I guess. Like, yeah, it was Hayden, and then Hallie's six years younger, so he was right. the baby for a long time. Um, so he kind of fights like he's five as well. Like they they bicker, but he is like defends her to the you know. I mean, he's just super loyal, and you know, nobody else is gonna fight with my baby sister. And um, <laughs> but but they they've done really well. I mean, it's been a few years, you know, since we've had to deal with anything really major um yeah but um but yeah they've they've learned to see you know that there's differences and they're um you know they got a new perspective um yeah that of of what some people deal with and then what it looks like you know from their family side Uh so much if that makes sense yeah um yeah but um we grew up uh, I have I had an uncle that had cerebral palsy, so mm-hmm. I grew up. You know, you grow up with a different perspective when you have a family member that has special yeah. needs. And then when it, you know, and I've seen my kids change now to have mm-hmm. that, be able to have that ability to kind of see um, that too. And my kids never outright came out and said, "Hey, I need attention," or they don't do that. But they will act no. out if they know, you know, if we have way mm-hmm. too much attention on Emmy. But they also said in the interview, they said, we always know that, you know, sometimes it just happens where like Emmy's things always just happen right there. And it's just right. right, You know, everything's normal. And all of a sudden we have to deal with something with her, her disorder. And Mm -hmm. so um, they know they're like, we know that everything will go back as soon as as soon as we get through this this section, you know, everything's going back or we adjust to whatever's different. It's kind of neat. It's neat to hear their perspective on how they deal with with that situation and what they have learned from it. But I have seen my kids change. Like yesterday mm-hmm. we were at a, at a performance and um, another family with some special needs 
kids had mm-hmm. daughter with Down syndrome and autism. And she came up to my kids and just wanted to play with them. And they were, had no problems with it. You know, she wanted yeah. them to clap and she, and so they clapped with her and they, they played with her and didn't even, I mean, didn't even bat an eye. Didn't right. even think. It was pretty cool to see that that, that yeah. doesn't make them uncomfortable, that they're just right. like, whatever. So right. it's really cool. And, and ha- Hallie's best friend here actually has cerebral palsy. Um, so and they all love her. I mean, she, yeah. they, you know, they've gone from, Hallie went to like a little school when she was three for like a few hours. So they started there and then they were in pre-K together. Now they're in kindergarten together. Oh, how fun. Um, and she has a, her friend has a birthmark on her face right here. And so they're both, they both kind of have like stick with each other, you know, because, um, mm-hmm. you know, the other kids will pick out things, you know, because they look a little different. Um, right. So, um, anyway, I'm just thankful that she found that, you know, someone that she's going to grow up with that, you know, can kind of sympathize with her. Yeah. You know? um, oh, yeah. But that's cool. Mm-hmm. What has been the biggest challenge since having Hallie? Um, knowing when to help, um, when not to help. Uh, when to let her, you know, figure it out on her own. Um, knowing when behavior issues are like, if, if that's just her being a, you know, um, a five-year-old or being, yeah, uh, or, yeah. Or if that's, you know, herself. related to having microcephaly, you know, I don't know right. because that comes with that, but, but like, there's no, there's no one way that people with microcephaly act like they're all completely different so um so I don't know I mean she's never been diagnosed with any kind of behavior disorders but I'm like maybe she doesn't understand maybe she can't um but I I'm beginning to think that she understands like that it's just using that yeah um so and the other kids have a hard time with that I mean she um she will act out and keep like she doesn't really know when to, I don't know, um, stop asking or like stop interrupting, um, kind of stuff like that. But I don't, uh-huh. that's the thing. I don't know if I need to discipline her more yeah, or if she just doesn't realize it. Um, so I'm beginning to think I just need to discipline her more, <laughs> but she's the baby. So it's like, I, I don't know. know. Yeah. In I'm like, just life. give it to her. <laughs> exactly yeah. you're like she's already been through so much already yes Let's i just... know <laughs> yeah. Not, oh yeah we're dealing with the same thing right now we're okay. like and emmy knows she can turn on those tears and we're like oh, oh no. please don't yeah. do that mm-hmm. <laughs> then we're like wait, wait 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 we don't do that with the other kids we didn't do that with the other kids why are we doing this with her <laughs> yep yep so. and i'll just and i find myself you know well y'all just give it to her we all just you know like we can avoid this and they're like, but mama, that's not fair. And you're like, uh, but in the moment I'm like, I just want her to stop, you know? Yeah. But I think that's probably me. That's <laughs> probably a behavior that she can control and she's choosing to use you know, yeah. for her advantage. <laughs> um, but that's the, cha- that's the challenging thing is just knowing um, and also not knowing her future at all. I mean, like, you know, for our other kids, we kind of basically know, you know, they'll go to high school and they'll, well, 
two of them want to go to college. One of them has no interest in it at all. Yeah. Um, but with Hallie, you know, knowing is she going to, is she going to stay on the same, you know, is she going to progress? Um, yeah. Cause they've told us a lot of times they come to a point where they stop mm-hmm. and um, they kind of stall and they don't really gain any more knowledge. Um, but yeah, but, you know, they've all been proven wrong, you know, many times so far. So, um, I mean, they told us that she wouldn't walk. So, uh, you know, um, or more than likely that she wouldn't. Um, right. She might be nonverbal, you know, all these all these things. So, yeah. so. So we're just waiting. I think she probably will. She's just a little behind everybody else. Yeah. Um, but the unknown is is hard for me because I'm such a fact fact person yeah Um, and so I was you know I'm always like what's the what do I need to do you know what's the next step how do I fix this right that's not um that's not gonna happen (laughs) yeah yeah that is that's a big struggle I'm a big planner I Mm -hmm. want things planned and set and you just can't you can't plan with these at least with our kid and you know Mm -hmm. with Hallie I think Probably every mom I've talked to said that's one of the biggest challenges is not knowing what their future is yeah. going to be like. I think we mm-hmm. all struggle with that because you have, for a typically developing child, I say that in quotation marks, yeah. you have you have this idea of what their life's going to look like. Mm-hmm. And, but with a kid who has a genetic disorder or a medical diagnosis or, you know, on the spectrum or anything like that, you just have mm-hmm. no clue. You just can't. But right. I mean, when you look at the grand scheme of things, I guess, can we really know what any of our kids are going to yeah. turn out as? Maybe they're right. the ones that help us see that we're never going to figure it out. So. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So yeah. what's been your the biggest blessing of having Hallie? Um, the, the lives that she's touched. Um, the, um, I mean, she, and despite her challenges, like we, I mean, just having another child, is a blessing no matter what that, you know, that was a, um, that I was able to have, uh, you know, another kid, um, is huge. I mean, some people yeah. can't do that, you know? So, um, but, but she's, you know, taught us, um, uh, that it's okay, that the unknown is okay. Um, mm-hmm. and to focus on, on the final, like it is going to be okay when God, you know, comes and takes us home it's going to be okay like it all of this is going to be you know moot I guess um no matter what happens with her um and but and that she's just you know so many people you know are like she is just such a blessing to me I love watching her grow and and um watching her face you know trials and make it through them um and that's that always you know humbles me and just I guess makes my heart happy you know that um she's not only been a blessing to us but to others yeah um, and in that way yeah I guess what has God taught you uh that I'm not in control that you know um that um I'm a control person. I try to control situations. I try to control my kids, which I've tried to change that um, and teach, you know, by doing instead of by telling um, Mm -hmm. that. um, um, 
um, I wrote all this down and on my notes on my phone, which I can't look at right oh, now. No. <laughs> so I was like, I don't want to forget anything. And then I ended up, well, I thought I was going to use the computer. And then, um, anyway, um, <laughs> that, uh, you know, it, it was a, that, that me and Brad have to, you know, you learn what commitment is when you have a special needs. Cause it was a struggle for us. I mean, um, we didn't really get to talk that much, um, but it taught us what commitment was, you know, mm-hmm. it's, you know, to each other. Um, and it's not always yeah. fun, lovey, you know, it's not always that way. Right. Um, but, and, and just that he's gonna, that he's gonna take care of us and he's, and he can bring you that peace, you know, if you really, like we had to really just rely on him and his answers in the Bible instead of these, you know, like earthly answers that you're looking for. Um, that you can't, that you just don't, I mean, you can't find or you don't have. Right. That makes yeah. sense. I don't know. Sometimes I think what I say doesn't make sense to other people. Oh, you did. You totally anyway. did. And you touched on like something that's so important because um, the statistics, I, I, ha, I don't know them off the bat, but I know I've seen them before. When you have a kid with special needs, mm-hmm. the statistics, um, the chances of divorce just increase mm-hmm. right. um, exponentially. Like, I mean, that's just horrible. So you have yeah. to, you have to learn to be committed. And like you said, it's not right. a, in a marriage, it's not going to be all that sunshine and mm-hmm. roses. And I think right. when you have a kid that has special needs, at least for us, it was okay. So this is this is where we learn to work together as a team, mm-hmm. and this is where we figure out how we're going to do this. And I think I've mentioned before on one of the other podcasts is I had a mom that had an adult that has um, well, she had a genetic disorder, and so she's grown. So they've been in the trenches for a while, mm-hmm. and she told me she said that at the beginning of their diagnosis with their daughter they looked at each other and said whatever choices we make we're not going to look back and second guess them like we're going to say this is our choice as a couple yeah. as a husband and wife mm-hmm. and as mom and dad and that's what we're, what it's going to be and we cannot look back or regret those choices that just right. has to be how it is and I still am I fight that all the time I always mm-hmm. allow those little what ifs what if we chose yeah. to do this or what if we chose to do that but at the same time Mark and I can look at each other and say, we made that choice. And that was the choice we made. And it was the best choice we could make for her at the time. So right. you just have to let yeah. that go. But you have to, too, in a marriage, we realized, thankfully, now that we have teenagers that can watch their brothers and sisters, we realized that we have to make sure we have that time where we're not, where we're going out right. just us, not, yeah. and not focused on taking care of Emmy or um, mm-hmm. something like that at the time. So it is, it's a yeah. very it's a, it's a big struggle. It's scary. If you look at the mm-hmm. numbers, um, I know it. right. It's so scary to see, but to see that kind of commitment, um, mm-hmm. being modeled from other moms and dads, especially needs these kids, and also just trying to commit to each other that that's what we're going to do right. this, this together. Mm-hmm. Right. So. And that's what we told each other, you know, um, cause there, I mean, there were days like we don't fight. I don't know if you know Brad at all. He's not a, he's just not going to do it now me right. i mean 
I'm just thankful I married him because I'm, I could, you know, but, um, right. I mean, and he's taught me a lot, you know, that, you know, to handle arguments, you know, with grace and without yelling and, you know, peacefully, um, I'm still learning but, that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, well, and I, I mean, I had to, cause he wasn't going to argue back with me. Like he wasn't. So it was just something that, you know, I had to learn. Um, mm-hmm. but, but, you know, it was always like, he would say, you know, like, I know this is tough right now or not, but, but I'm going to be here when this is over. And I, you know, and I said the same thing, we're, we're going to be here on the other side, you know, yeah. it, and accept the fact that, and that's a lot of thing. I think, I think people try to fight it. Like they fight the, the difficult times almost, instead of just saying like acknowledging this is going to be hard and it's going to be okay, you know, but there's a, there's another side. Um, and, and sometimes that's years. I mean, sometimes that's, you know, 10, 20 years before, but, but if you can just stick it out, you know, and, I guess that's what I had to do was just accept the fact that it was going to be hard and and I wasn't always going to get to do the fun things I wanted, you know, with the kids and stuff like that. Cause you have to change. Yeah. I mean, you can't oh, yeah. go to all the parks and, you know, with the, um, but anyway, um, Oh yeah. You have yeah, to, yeah. Uh, especially now with, I mean, with her, um, with the brain surgery that she just had, we really have mm-hmm. to watch that now. Like, Oh, well we can't just yeah. go to a bounce house with, 40 or 50 other kids or, you know, we really have to watch right. what she has to do. So yeah, I totally get it. You have to change, change your normal. Yeah. It, oh yeah, <laughs> it, definitely. Um, yeah. And I think, did you post the article about the, cause I, I reposted it from someone else, but it was about like, you plan this trip to Europe. Oh yeah. That's what got, the, the podcast is called. Welcome to Holland because of that. Oh, Holland yes. Essay. That's what yeah. I thought. yeah. I was like, I'm, pretty sure that's okay yeah that's it Uh, (laughs) you got it yeah oh yeah I love that I I love Mm -hmm. um there's a company called Littlest Warrior you need to go look at their shirts they're awesome okay have you seen seen them no I haven't oh she's it's a a mom with a son with special with down syndrome and she started this this um t-shirt business to kind of help fund her to stay at home and so she yeah. has these shirts like holland tourist shirts and she has mm-hmm. not cookie cutter and uh, emmy has a not cookie cutter shirt and all of these great shirts for kids with special needs and um oh, rarity, yeah. things like that and moms one of them says advocate like a mother which i think oh. i need to get after emmy's last eye appointment so oh, yeah. <laughs> really so um but it's really they're well, really and i had to like hallie even being half blind was just this year approved for vision services. Oh like, my goodness. She's because she can see out of her left eye. Mm-hmm. I'm like, y'all, she is holding the books up like this in her face. Right. I'm like, she cannot see these books. So finally they approved her. Uh, Cause I mean, I was like, so you have to get something for her. She's, I mean, I don't want her, you know, in, right. in the book, the whole, but anyway, and finally they did. And I mean, they've been great, you know, since then, but, you know, just advocating for them because they don't, I feel like they don't want to deal with it. Like, it's just more work for them. Yeah. And I'm like, that's your job. That you right. Know, but, but yeah. And sometimes, um, I mean, they're, they're overworked and understaffed and right, paperwork right. and all. I get that. But sometimes yeah. the only way that they can hear you 
they hear the loudest voice that's, that won't leave them alone to yep. get the job mm-hmm. done. And let me um, just get it done so they'll be quiet, I guess. Right. But, <laughs> so, yeah. that, I mean, you do what you got to do for your kids. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Um, but, yeah, um, I forgot. Oh, I, I know I was going to say just real quick that <clears throat> on the marriage topic, too, you know, I think when you're both committed to God, too, that 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 strengthens that commitment. Mm-hmm. Right. stick it out through mm-hmm. it because you already know when you're when you've accepted Christ that this is not going to be just because you're a Christian doesn't mean that life is sunshine and roses and unicorns right. you just have to push through and and get to that point so um yeah that to me is was probably because when I might be frustrated with something we're going through mm-hmm. Mark has always been good about bringing us back to to what God says and his faithfulness and right. the same thing when he gets frustrated or stuck or upset, then, you know, I do the same thing. We counterbalance that mm-hmm. each other to that point. So, um, yeah. What verse or verses have carried you over this journey? So um, as soon as we came out of that first, you know, uh, high tech ultrasound or whatever it was where they were like looking at everything and they said she's got fluid in her brain and her soul. Um, we like we walked out and we stepped outside and Brad said Philippians four and eight. He's like we we just have to memorize that and keep it on our minds, you know, because we were focusing on all of the bad. Like, but he was like, whatever is good, that's what we're gonna focus on. Whatsoever huh. things are good, you know. And so we just that was four, Philippians four, I think four through eight were the yeah. verses that we. Um, just held on to um, because there was so much good and, and it was so easy to focus or try or research, you know, or, you know, the, the bad things, but, but there was, there was a child and she was growing and she was going to live, you know, and she, and that was still given to us. Um, There might be struggles, but that's, I mean, um, that was a gift that we, that we couldn't, we tried not to, um, uh, not I don't want to say not appreciate but um I don't know the word I'm looking for um it was still a gift um no matter what kind of package it came in you know right um oh I like that yeah yeah those were our verses um Mm -hmm. yeah I'll put Philippians 4 4 through 8 yes I am not on and pull it up, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So finally, brothers, yeah, yeah, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will mm-hmm. say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be made known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I love this. Is, these are some of my favorites. I have them highlighted, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's anything excellent, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. I love those verses. We listen to um, Seeds Family Worship, and they have a song that has, like, Oh, uh, really? They have a section that just has um, Philippians 4, 8 in it. It's, 
have you ever heard of scene? It's um, it's Mm-mm. scripture put to song, uh-huh. and it's but okay. it's not like corny songs like sorry Steve Green, but it's not like that kind. But it's uh-huh. it's um, it's just like upbeat songs. You can you feel like you can sing in the car, oh. and you know you don't get tired of them. We love them. So what is it? What's the name of it? Seeds, family worship. Okay. okay. Yeah, so they have a ton, a ton of albums out, and they have one that has Philippians four, four through five, four through six, I think, on it, or four through seven, whatever. And then they have one that has Philippians four eight on it too. So oh, okay. So I when I when I read those, I'm like singing them in my head. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I still, you know, from when we homeschooled, um, like Hannah, I guess it was Sunlight, maybe. Uh-huh. Um, part of it was song to like scripture to song and I yeah. can remember those still and I'm like why am I not still doing that um because <laughs> no. I remember those songs um but like yeah. the ones I've tried to memorize just by reading them it's mm-hmm. so much harder um it is but but the songs so are helpful yeah and seeds is really good I really enjoy yeah. memorize uh there's a group called the risers which has scripture songs but the kids think they're corny and I'm like that's okay. the same thing but it's the same but then I'll listen to that in the car. They let me play it. So, um, okay. and don't complain. It's not like, you know, Toby Mac, but it's good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is. So, um, anyways, but yeah, those verses, I think we've, we have lived those verses too. And the rough times, you know, mm-hmm. um, when you don't know what else to do, those are always the verses that are easy to turn to. All right. So, so last question, what do you do to breathe or relax? Um, I don't, um, there's not much of that going on these days and not because of Hallie necessarily just cause you know, four, uh-huh. um, and they're all kind of doing something different. Um, I, she- I also learned from God that, or from, I didn't like, I mean, I feel like we learned through, through relationships with other people, you know, it's okay yeah. to ask why. Like somebody told me that once. I was like, I feel guilty because I'm always asking why, you know, there's so little, you know, why do they? And she said, she said, there's nothing wrong with asking God why. That's not, yeah. that's a legitimate question. You know, it's not, you may not get an answer right away, but you right. can ask him that, you know, um, you know, but I, I just, that was, I was like, oh, okay you know like she was just like yeah. don't feel guilty for asking that question of god now don't you know be mad at him you know but it's it's okay to ask that um yeah oh you yeah, know i just i you know we we've talked about that too because we're mm-hmm. already always raised you know don't question god don't doubt yeah. god don't right. don't have any of these emotions but then when you read um and we're doing here comes one of my dogs. When you read John um, and and other books, when you're reading the Gospels, you see where where Jesus was. He he told God, "Don't mm. I don't want to do this. I don't yeah. want to go through this. I don't want to um, have to do this." When he was in Gethsemane and praying that God would take it away from him, but mm-hmm. he always ended it with, "Not my will, but yours." Right. And that's um, and that's something we've always remembered even when I've gotten angry and mm-hmm. mad and told him I didn't like what we were going through and I didn't want to have to do this and I didn't want any of this but I always ended it with this is your story that you're right. writing for her and mm-hmm. that is what I have to focus on yeah. so yeah. I love um 
if you if you get on Instagram at all, follow mm-hmm. Catherine Wolf. She's okay. a, she's a brainstem stroke survivor, mm-hmm. and she has just a unique way of looking at her disabilities as blessings. Yeah. Um, so because she's like paralyzed on the right side of her face, and she can't walk long distances or things like that. But she has just a beautiful outlook on how the blessing that God has given her. And I mean, it's hard to describe, but you read her post and you're like, exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly how this is it. You know, I shouldn't be looking at this as this is, this is yet another thing that Emmy has to go through. And even though it is, and we go through times when we look at it like that, but then in the, in the end, we realize the why we may not understand the why, but we know that God has a why for mm-hmm. what he's he's had her go through so far and that she'll and that she'll have to go through you know as she gets older but um instead of saying why is it happening to me why is it happening for me right kind of how we changed it you know it's like okay why you know it's this is for our good you know right it's just that's not always easy to see in the you know in those moments that are you know they're in the hospital and you're like man this is something else you know right but yeah exactly exactly yeah we you know I think you just go through those cycles where you have to go through ah, and then you're mm-hmm. like okay God this is yours yeah. this is your story this is mm-hmm. this is what you're writing for her and for her life and for your glory and to change hearts and change lives and I know then we'll just walk yeah. through it <laughs> and yeah. we want to go through so Thank you so much for joining us today. Be sure to check out our blog for resources from today's podcast, bunchofcharacters.com. We look forward to sharing more stories on Welcome to Holland. If you or someone you know would like to share a story, please feel free to contact me at hollandtourist at bunchofcharacters.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast too. May God bless you as you continue to live your story.